Garfield et Jeffin Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes. Booze. Japan in the news. That's right. And Thomas, what episode is this? I do believe it's 562. 562. And I got to say, after 500, they've all been a blur. (laughs) (laughs) I I do believe so. I do believe right. After 100, dude. After 100. My goodness. Tom, how you doing over there? I'm all right, but you know, whatever. (laughs) I don't have anything exciting to report. I'm still unemployed, but I got better prospects than I did a week ago. So, Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, man, I'm doing I good. I don't have any. I don't have any exciting, interesting stories to tell you. I really don't. Oh, that's a bummer. I don't know. I, I've been seeing dudes walking around with platform shoes. I guess it's the new fashion right now. So, um, I don't know how long this fashion is going to last, but um, I will not be buying any platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can take so. that to the grave. <laughs> no, think, dude. If they were making a comeback, you think since you're a short guy, you'd be the first one to, in line to buy them up, dude? I'm not that short, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think a couple of inches would do me good. But the thing is, though, you know, I'm That's already married. Uh, <laughs> you bastard. But I, I think I'm pretty good. I think I'm pretty good. And you know what? I like my chucks. I like my chucks. I've been rocking chucks for a long time, and um, I, I don't think I'm going to downgrade the platform shoes. <laughs> no, I'm I, I, I'm, no, I'm with you on that, dude. I agree with you 100%. Given any chance, like, you know, I would definitely prefer, like, sneakers or sports shoes or whatever to, like, I don't know, almost anything because they're nice, they're comfortable, they're fashionable, like, whatevs. Yeah, dude. I, I can't imagine platform shoes being that comfortable, especially being a dude. You know, dude's got big, huge feet and stuff. You know, I, I don't know. Like, women, their feet are feminine and they're, they're petite. And I don't know. For some reason, I, I, I don't see – I don't know. I don't know. Is that sexist? I guess I'm sexist. I don't know. <laughs> But I don't know. I, I don't know. For, right, I'm speaking for myself. Me, platform shoes. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. But I, I tell you who it did work out for. Kiss, yes. kiss, <laughs> absolutely kiss, dude. Gene Simmons, Paul, all those guys. They rocked the platform shoes, dude, and they made them look amazing. But anybody else, dude? Fucking right now in Tokyo, I saw like fucking three guys walking around with platform shoes the other week and stuff. And my wife, I talked to my wife about it. And she's like, "Yeah, it's the new fashion. A lot of guys are wearing platform shoes. I don't know. It's it's been around for a couple of weeks and stuff. It's in magazines. It's on TV and stuff. And I'm just like, huh." platform shoes it was i was i was pretty surprised to see that i mean it's been a long long time actually in my whole lifetime i've never seen platform shoes maybe when i was born the doctor was wearing platform shoes i mean that was the 70s but um i think that was the first and last time i saw them in person hmm i don't know i don't know man i never really paid attention but yeah i don't know but it's like from a bygone era from the 70s maybe it kind of makes sense though because like even like the new fashion isn't really new it's just older stuff making a comeback 
it kind of makes true. sense if you think about it because when I was walking around Tokyo like 10 years ago like a lot of the hippie like tie-dye bullshit and like hemp jewelry that was kind of in yeah, like, yeah I remember kind of, that. kind of come full circle now it's kind of like you know if you're seeing like the platforms make a comeback next thing you know it's going to be fucking bell bottoms and disco shirts well, I mean, they do intertwine with platform shoes, so possibly, possibly. But this guy was dressed normal. He had just he had a normal, like, just a T-shirt on. He had jeans, but he had platform shoes. It just didn't make sense. And then the other two guys, well, they're a little bit more fashionable. And this guy was kind of wearing, like, a suit kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I guess the suit kind of thing kind of goes with platform shoes. You know, platform shoes are kind of stylish, right? They're leather. They got the big fucking heel kind of thing and stuff. You can't wear those with jeans, can you? I mean, I guess I you know, can. It's Tokyo. You, you can do anything. Know, dude. You're talking to the wrong dude. I would, like, dude, if I fucking wore platform shoes, you'd see fucking every Japanese per- person running away from me going, oh, no, Gojira. Gojira attack. Tall. Yeah, yeah dude, that, I don't, I don't need your fucking height, dude. It's, it's already an inconvenience considering you have to duck under most doorways. Oh, my God. How many times do you hit your head in a week? Uh... Depends on what kind. Depends on a couple of factors. Depends on what kind of week I'm having, and it depends on how much alcohol I intake. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming quite a bit. I'm assuming quite a massive amount of hits to the head, to the old noggin. That's not going to be good for your brain, by the way. But um, probably not. <laughs> anyway. Like I said, it depends entirely on what kind of week I'm having. Oh, jeez. Well, faders, this is not Got Fitted Japan, the fashion show. This is Got Fitted Japan, two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And I say, Thomas, we got a lot of news to cover, so let's just get yeah, in. we do. Yeah, we might as well just dive in because, like, dude, I've, I, unfortunately, because the schedule's not working out, I haven't been on the show in a couple of weeks. And, like, yeah, I got a massive buttload. Okay. Some, yeah, we had to ask some stories which I thought were pretty good, but unfortunately, don't worry, faders, we saved the juicy bits for you. Sounds good, man. Okay, give right. us the juice, man. Juice us up. Right. No, I'm not going to give you the juice, motherfucker. I'm going to give you the fire. Fire. Right, here we go. <laughs> fire. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuvan. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, 
if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. Man attempts to set himself on fire in the middle of Tokyo's busiest intersection, which is, Johnny, where do you think they're talking about? Uh, busiest intersection in Tokyo has got to be, hmm, Hachiko. Yeah, it's Hachiko. AKA, the Shibuya Scramble, the massive intersection just outside Shibuya Station has become a must-see attraction. As a nexus of traffic in one of Tokyo's busiest, most fashion-conscious neighborhoods, it's a great place for people to watch and for trend spotting. 
However, on the night of August 24th, people with their eyes on the Shibuya scramble noticed something much more startling than an avant-garde attire or a bold new shade of hair dye. As a man attempted to set himself on fire partway across the intersection, as seen in the latter half of the footage here. The incident occurred shortly after 7.30 p.m. With most pedestrians completing crossing as the light changed and vehicle traffic resumed, the man stopped in the middle of the crosswalk and lay down in what appeared to be a backpack of some sort. The item then burst into flames and the man lay atop of it in a seeming attempt to stop himself from being on fire as well. Oh my oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. God. Not, to, not to stop himself, to set himself. <laughs> Wishful thinking, I guess. I screwed that one up. No oh, well. Thankfully, police and firefighters arrived on the scene before the man's body was fully engulfed in flames, though he did sustain minor burn injuries, with, which required medical treatment. No one else suffered injuries, nor did the fire cause any significant property damage. So, Johnny, thoughts? My God, dude. You know, first off, I want to know motive. What possesses a guy to set himself on fire? That is like one of the worst ways to die. And even if you, sur if you survive, if you survive for the rest of your life, you're going to look like a marshmallow, like a burnt marshmallow, dude. And that's no way to live. Holy smokes. What was this guy's motive? Was it a protest? It has to be a protest, dude. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see like why anybody else, because like, they do credit like, you know, the quote unquote Arab Spring, like kicking off is like some dude got pissed and just set himself on fire and that, fire and that you know, kicked off a bunch of protests. But I don't know, wasn't a couple years ago some dude set himself on fire because he was protesting some of the politics here? And like, yeah, that kind of oh, got yeah, shoved into the road. That's right. That guy yeah, yeah, the guy climbed up on the station scalping, 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 scalping. <laughs> Scaffolding. That's right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop drinking. How much you had to drink there, Johnny? <laughs> uh, just two glasses actually, but I didn't have a big dinner. But anyway, okay, fair enough. So yeah, he climbed up there and he set himself on fire, and that was pretty insane. That was huge news. So yeah, I guess this is like a copycat or something. But that guy, yeah, well, first was... guy was protesting. Um, I think he was protesting Abenomics or something. Yeah, he was. He, he was basically pissed off at the politicians and the prime minister. Especially, I think he got. I think he had a megaphone. He was bitching about the uh, prime minister or something. Then oh, he, he dumped. Uh, yeah, and did then he dumped the wall. Oh my god! Yeah, did this guy have a megaphone? Did he say anything? Does it say anything? No, he didn't, article? dude. Like, well, I wish I could send you the video, but unfortunately, it's been taken down. But like, nah, it's just like it looks weird. So this dude just kind of like normal video. People cross the street. This dude just kind of stops in the middle. Backpack bursts into flames. Then he lies down on top of it, and you know tries to get himself on fire. And then like he gets broken up pretty quickly by the cops because like, <sighs> okay, Vader's. If you don't know this crossing, there's there's a police box that's like right there, like thirty meters or something, like thirty or forty meters. This is like in view of a cop shop. Oh. So of course, like the, so of course the cops were on the scene with him, like you know just straight away, and they just like you know they. You know, they took care of that shit and the fire department rolled up shortly thereafter. But I, I don't know, like, it. the weird thing is, it's like, this isn't some old geezer, because the dude in Shinjuku was some old geezer, right? Mm -hmm. This guy's like some young dude. God. Like, I don't know, I like, this... like, what his fucking motivation is. I don't know, maybe his girlfriend broke up with him and he's just pissed or something. I don't fucking know, dude. Well, that's a bad way to get her back. I <laughs> know <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh my God! For, yeah, that's for, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. The two other articles that I'm going to read after that are going to be a really bad way to get a woman back as well. Oh my God! All right. Well, I've got an article about a guy that um, pretty much found a really good way and how to go to jail quickly. 
Oh, <laughs> here awesome. we go. Awesome. Read on. Oh, is this is this is this guy uh, winning a Darwin Award? Uh, maybe two. <laughs> maybe two. Ooh, he might be I want a Darwin. Okay. Read on, Jenny. Here we go. Man arrested for trying to rob convenience store across the road from a Koban, aka police box. Darn award. Oh my God. Out of all the days to forget your glasses. A 67 year old man was arrested on Sunday after attempting to rob a convenience store across the street from a Koban, aka a police box. According to the police, the incident occurred around 6.55 a.m. Oh, the money hour. At a Family Mart convenience store, police said Yoshio Miyauchi, an unemployed resident of Tokyo's Nakano Ward, entered the store and grabbed the arm of a 63-year-old woman employee, demanding she give him all the cash from the register. A man who witnessed the incident went across the street to the Koban, told the police what was going on, and then they came to the store and they arrested him. And then later, he shit his pants and realized how stupid he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, god. I, I I would pay to hear the recording of the the, the dude that like walked across the street to the Koban just to, just to hear what exactly what he said. Like, what did you say? Excuse me, officer. Would you you mind just looking across the street for a second? Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, Japan is. I mean, the streets in Japan are so like small, right? They're so narrow that this guy actually yeah. probably just walked across the street. He didn't run. He's like, oh shit, we're getting robbed. Oh. Walk, walk, walk. Hey, cops, look over there. <laughs> Game over for this mofo. Oh, man. Oh, God. How stupid can you be? I mean, first off, robbing a convenience store is pretty dumb because, I mean, there's like fucking 50 cameras in a convenience store, hundreds of cameras all over the street. I mean, this is like CC Nation, right? I mean, there's cameras everywhere here. But then to do it like across the street from a police station, this guy's just begging to go to jail. He's 67 years old. And he's unemployed. Maybe, maybe, maybe that maybe that was his intention, though, because I'm I'm going to go with the most logical explanation. Uh, We've seen this before. Yeah. Maybe it's just maybe he just did it on purpose. He knew he was going to get busted. He was like, you know, like you see, like what, what do you say, like three hots in a cot? Uh, that's right. Yeah, probably this guy, unemployed, no social security, no no money in the bank or anything, no family, no nothing. And so basically, he's just like, you know what? I could have used some uh, me time until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right, dude, your turn. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was scared of the coronavirus. He's like, man, fuck it. You know, why don't you just like lock me up until this shit blows over? Oh, no, knows. dude. Yeah, you do not want to have the coronavirus. Uh, it is bad news everywhere. So, no, yeah, no, no, right. especially he's especially he's what like sixty seven. So, especially at his age, no, that's like that's potentially very fatal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe if he goes to prison for a couple of years while this blows over, I mean, he's going to be in solitary confinement. He just chills. You know, he can read, you know, whatever. Maybe pick up a hobby in jail, maybe whittling or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got, we've, got, we've got option A, this guy's a total fucking moron. Option B, this guy's just, you know, a think outside the box type. Possibly. Which is it? Yeah, you decide. Possibly. Up to you, yeah. faders. Up to you. Tom, your story. Um, I'm I'm gonna keep it going with uh, some uh, love going wrong. Love going wrong. Yeah, my last two stories are very much about love gone wrong. It's a heartache, nothing right. but a heartache. Ooh. Ooh. All right, here we go. Uh, this this one's you can tell this one's juicy just from the title. Love triangle involving two train drivers for KQ ends in fatal stabbing. Oh my God, stabbing. 
Yeah. If they're two train drivers, I mean, you would think that the murder would be completely different, like murder by train or something. Kind of like one of those old timey movies or whatever, where like, you know, like the guy with the big top hat and the weird mustache, he would like tie a girl up on the train tracks. You know, and he'd wait for the train to come and like, you know, devour her. Yeah, like, you know, snide Whipley or whatever with the fucking mustache twirling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. but yeah, I don't know, man. This this could get potentially crazy because if they're both train drivers, they could be like playing fucking chicken with trains. Like, bitch, I ain't gonna stop. I'm just fucking, you know, head on collision. They're going at each other. Like, I ain't fucking chicken. Death by locomotive. Awesome. Yeah. Either that, either, either that, or you think they get into a big old bra on the platform and one of them just throw one of them in front of a train. But no, it's a stabbing. Oh, great. So let's 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 uh, plow on with the details. <laughs> Kanagawa, a 20-year-old male train driver, fatally stabbed a colleague after learning he was dating his girlfriend. Police have revealed, reports Fuji TV News Network. Early on July 20th, Hiroki Yoshizawa, a driver for KQ Corp, allegedly used a knife to fatally stab Hirokazu Yokobori, 31, also a train driver for KQ, in the neck and abdomen out inside a first floor residence in the Kanazawa ward of Yokohama City. Upon the arrival of officers from Kanazawa Police Station at around 1.50 a.m., Yoshizawa and, the one, and a woman in her 20s were present. Jesus. Yokobori. Yeah. Yokobori was found collapsed in a large pool of blood. He was later confirmed dead at the hospital, police said previously. Quote, as stabbed to kill. The woman lives in the residence. She had received undisclosed wounds that were not considered life-threatening, police said. Since they, were ha- quote, Since they were having an affair, I stabbed to kill. The suspect was later quoted by the police. He also told police that he used a kitchen knife, because I always use fucking kitchen knives. Hmm. Yeah. Yoshizawa was first uh, accused of attempted murder. However, police wisely changed the verdict to murder upon sending him to prosecutors on July 21st. My God. Yoshizawa is a resident of Yokosuka City. The suspect told police that he entered the residence by smashing a window with a fire extinguisher. Jesus, so motivated. Pissed. Yeah, he's pissed. He's, he's, he's a fucking motivated murderer. When Yoshizawa entered the residence, he got into a car with Yokobori. Uh, Yoko Yoshizawa then used a knife to stab Yokobori multiple times in the abdomen and neck. Bloodstained knife was retrieved from inside. Representative of KQ commented, quote, we are very sorry to have lost a valuable employee through this incident as well. Even though it was a private matter, it is unfortunate that another employee was arrested, end quote. Oh, my God. Wait, was it the same chain or train company? Was it, were they both yeah, JR? KQ. Huh? Yeah. You don't, you don't know KQ line? Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was like- Did I gloss over that? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, if you live in Tokyo, you might know it, but, like, if not, then it's, it's just it's a fucking train line. Oh, my God. I mean, since it's the same company, that's pretty bad. But, I mean, it yeah. would be – oh, geez, man. Yeah, competitive train companies. Yeah. Oh, my God. Two dudes driving <laughs> trains fighting <laughs> for the would, same would girl. That, hmm? Would that make it better or worse? So, like, you know, like, one guy was, like, you know, KQ or JR or KO or fucking whatever other train line they've got running around. Well, see, that's what I thought it was. And I had a couple of jokes lined up. But then now it's, <laughs> like, the same train, you know, company. I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, but, I mean, you can see that happening. That happens in companies all the time. Or, like, you know, one guy's dating a secretary, and then she's secretly, like, dating his coworker. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Fatal attraction gone wrong. Oh, man. Oh. 
how, how long do you think it, it's gonna like uh, take him to make you know quote unquote adult drama, aka porno of this? Oh, they they already got, dude, there's so many pornos about trains right now, man. <laughs> it's already been done. Not specifically about trains, but like, you know, like about like, you know, something like this. I guarantee you this will become a porno. And like, if it, if it hasn't, it probably, this is what, like a couple weeks old. So it probably will. Dude. It probably has right. already. The, every storyline that you can ever think of has been done in porn, dude. I mean, they're at the point where they're just like, okay, um, hey, how's it going? Let's fuck. I mean, the, the most creative thing was like, was it casting couch? Mm. <laughs> and that's already passe. <laughs> mm. Oh man, yep, everything's been done in porn, folks. Sorry. No, 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 but like what I'm saying, I should, I should have been more specific. I mean, this specific story, because I, I know there's been several instances that people have like, specifically taken a news story adapted it to a porno and then like you know like how do you say like victims of family just gotten pissed oh geez yeah i can imagine i don't know i don't know and stuff like maybe he stabs the dude with a knife maybe he stabs him with a wiener or something and then yeah but that's probably been done too (laughs) it's all been done tom it's all been done yeah (laughs) you fucking go so like you know he fucking breaks into his the apartment like you know he's got he's got like you know he sees his girlfriend like getting railed by another dude and, you know, he's on top or he's right away. He just, he just busts in there and just fucking, you know, whips his dick out and just rails the other dude from behind or some shit like that. Who fucking knows? Yeah, it's probably, you're, you're right. It's probably been done. In porn, been, sure done. been done. Been done. To death. Oh, man. Okay, next story. Man arrested in Kyoto after failing to return rental car over a year past a deadline. Tom, have you ever been late returning a library book? uh no actually i wasn't because my, my mother was actually on the library board so she always makes sure i got them back on time okay what about a dvd or a vhs tape from blockbuster dude everybody has okay there everybody, you go. everybody that's our age has done that at one point or another and you're just like ah oh, fuck okay well then this guy should get off the hook easily maybe here we go kyoto <laughs> prefectural police have arrested a 44 year old masafumi hagiwara for embezzlement embezzlement the charge? Yeah, embezzlement. The charge? Embezzlement. embezzlement. Okay. Maybe sure. read on so we can clarify. Okay. The charge? He'd kept a rental car for over a year past the return deadline. That doesn't seem like embezzlement. Oops. That sounds like, I don't know, tardiness? <laughs> Theft. Come on, let's just call it what it is. Dude, if you, if you fucking like, if you rent some videos or you rent a car, you're still like obliged to return it back, right? The company's got his credit card. So basically all they can do is they can charge him every month, every month that it's late. Do they have credit cards? Because like you gotta you gotta keep in mind culturally Japanese don't use credit cards like we do. And I know I know that's a that that's like pretty stock standard in America, but like Japanese don't use credit cards like we do. They they do now, dude. I'm I'm sure you have to give a credit card and at least definitely your ID, a driver's license, absolutely a driver's license. So the thing is, I mean, they know who he is, where he is, and they know how to get to him and stuff. So I, I think a little little bit of the fault is on this company i mean it took him a year to find this guy unless the guy was sleeping in the car maybe or, he's or, or maybe maybe they just said fuck it and did it on purpose they're like eh, still you know the fucking meter's still running possibly maybe the car's a transformer all right yeah, there you go <laughs> Police say Hagiwara, who was arrested on September 5th, hired the car from the rental company in Fushimi Ward on June 25th last year. On June 2nd, when the car was due to be returned, Hagiwara called the company to extend the rental, saying, quote, 
I'm in Tokyo, so I would like to request an extension. End quote. Fair enough. However, Hagiwara still failed to return the car, keeping it and using it as if it were his own vehicle until the cops caught up with him on August 4th of this year. Oh, my God. That's crazy, man. So I think this guy should just be billed. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, oh, there's another paragraph. Sorry. Um, it is estimated by the time Hagiwara was found by the police, the late fee on the vehicle would be somewhere in the range of 7.66 million yen, uh, more than the cost of a brand new vehicle. Yeah, this guy should just be billed that, about $76,000, which is probably the, that's the price of a really nice car, actually. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, you could get a pretty good ride for that much. Brand new, like, I'll fucking lie. I mean, it's not, it's not going to buy you a Lamborghini or Ferrari, but it can, it can buy you something pretty high end for that much. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, this guy, done messed up. So, what kind of a car do you think it was, Tom? I don't know, dude, it's Japan. It was probably a fucking Toyota. It was a Pinto. The Pinto, was it? Really? <laughs> I'm joking. I have no say, idea. It doesn't say. Nah, does I, 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 I know what article you're talking about because I read it earlier as well. Like, yeah, I thought it was, I, I found it amusing myself. But like, what is he doing though? Was he like just sleeping in the car and that was his new home? I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Christine, the Stephen King movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Maybe he fell in love with the car and then the car somehow <laughs> was, it was, it was like possessed by a poltergeist or something, something weird like that. I don't know. Maybe something like that happened. So if you fell in love with the car, then how did they have sex? Did he like, you know, give it to her in the tailpipe or what? I'm, I really want to know how you'd have sex with the car. Dude, these pornos hold the have seat. been made, dude. These pornos have been made, dude. You just got to Google it, man. Everything that you can think of has been made, dude. So you don't even have to use your imagination. Just let your fingers do the okay, walk. Okay, okay. Enter. I am not doubting you for a second. I absolutely agree with you and I will back you up. But just because a porno has been made doesn't mean I want to see certain things. And that man has sex with cars. Certainly something I'm not on my list to see. Yeah, you don't need to see that stuff. Well, it depends on the car. Corvette is pretty sexy. Uh, then, right. then again, then again, like years and years ago, one of my British friends, like you know, somebody, they they had like a fucking CCTV footage. This guy would just dig small holes in the in the ground and bang them. And you see, he sent me like one of my British friends. So I thought it was, as a joke, sent me the video. I watched it. Was, it was it was kind of, I was it was it was amusing to watch. Just just like dig a little hole and just go, go to fucking town. Just like you know, fucking draw his hands. Boom, 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 boom. So. Oh my God. What do I fucking know? But man versus man has sex car. Nah. Nah. Okay. Okay. All right. Crazy. Your story. All right, faders. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to slap a disclaimer on this one. This one's pretty fucking dark. This is one of the darkest articles I've read in a while. Okay. Go away, man. Drop the bomb. All right. Fukuoka boy, 15, fatally stabbed woman after she rejected his sexual advance. Ooh, oh, hold the phone here. We got a ladies' man out here. Real lady killer, as it were. A boy in custody with connection of a fatal stabbing of a woman in Fukuoka City last week says he carried out the act after she not denied him sexually. As investigative sources have revealed, reports television uh, Nishi Nippon. According to the sources, the boy, 15, a 15-year-old middle school student, has admitted to stabbing uh, Nisato Yoshimatsu, 21, at the mall in Marcus Fukuoka Momochi in Chuo Ward on August 28th. Quote, I stabbed her after she rejected my sexual advances, the boy said, and it was, he, he was not acquainted with the victim. 
At around 7.30 p.m. that day, police received a report about a man wielding a knife. At around that time, Yoshimitsu, a resident of Minami Ward, was found collapsed and bleeding inside the first floor women's restroom. Jeez. I know. Okay, I'm, you know, like I said, I threw a disclaimer up there. Like, dude, no, no detail of this story is going to make anything better. Trust me. Mm. Oh we're, we're, gonna, dude, we're, we're not even. We're, we're not even halfway into it. Yoshimitsu, who had suffered stab wounds to multiple parts of her upper body, was later confirmed dead at the hospital. Police said previously, the victims had wounds on her hands, which have led police to believe that she attempted to defend off the attack. The cause of death was shock due to loss of blood. So, yeah, not a fun way to go. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pause there. This is only about halfway through the video, but um, yeah, this, this it's unfortunate. The the lady stabbed twenty one year old. She's quite attractive. So, um, well, of course. But, uh, oh, this poor girl. Yeah, but like, dude, talking. like, I just, this is kind of fucked up because like fifteen year old, and he's just like walked in, in, into the women's bathroom, was like, hey, bitch, let's fuck, and oh, she's like. God. She's like, no, little boy, I think you need to go home to mommy. And he's like, fuck, bitch, stab, stab, stab. It's, just, it's fucked, right, dude? When I was 15-year-old, dude, like, of course I was interested in chicks, but I was, you know, was trying to awkwardly, you know, hit on girls my age. I would have been, like, terrified to, like, you know, try to pick up some college-age girl. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, no, that's crazy. Yeah, um, geez, I, I don't know where to go with I'm trying to find a way to make it funny, but I, I don't think you can make it funny. I mean, this is just fucked up, dude. This guy definitely has yeah, to be locked is. up, throwing away the key. Dude, it's going to be a long, long, long time, a.k.a. never for this guy ever to learn how to pick up a girl. I mean, seriously, this guy is first and last chance. Oh, bad, bad, epic fail. Oh, yeah. oh we, got, we got more on that. We'll get into that a little bit later, but... Uh... Yeah, man. Can you imagine this fucking Casanova writing his own uh, PUA, aka pickup artist books? Step one: approach woman, demand sex. If she says yes, then have sex. Step two: if not, here's a knife and then stab the bitch. Like, what the fuck kind of logic is this, man? Jesus. Uh, hopefully, that doesn't become a bestseller. Oh my god, uh, dude, that's that sucks, man. That sucks. I feel bad for that girl, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I do too, because at 21, you're just like, you know, you're just starting to get into the good stuff of your adult life, right? I mean, she's like, you know, drinking age is 20 here. So, she, you know, she's just, she's only been allowed, allowed to legally drink for like a year. I need a drink after hearing that story. <laughs> no shit, right? Well, that's it. Well, cheers, man. Cheers across the internet. I think I'm going to need a drink to continue the story. Cheers. What, there's more? Oh, yeah, dude. This is what, this is why I slapped a. This is why I slapped a disclaimer on this because as horrifying, cause I found I found this story several times on the internet, like three, four times, like other articles at least. This mm -hmm. is the in-depth one, so the, the, most of them just had like the the above, like you know, page I read. Like I said, this is not gonna get any better. In fact, it's gonna go a whole hell of a lot worse. So fucking buckle up, faders. That train's going off the tracks. Here we go. There were two knives. Officers arrived at the scene, apprehended the boy who was in possession of two knives, including one with a blade measuring 18.5 centimeters in length. It's a big fucking knife. On Sunday, police sent him to prosecutors on suspicion of violating the Swords and, Control, uh, Swords and Firearms Control Act. DNA analysis conducted on the blood found one of the knives proved to be a match for Yoshimitsu, sources said. Based on the evidence at the mall, though, including bloodstains on the floor of the woman's restroom. Again, he was in the fucking woman's restroom. 
boys believed to have suddenly attacked Yoshimitsu inside. Security, you know, but here's where it, here's like that's that's bad, but here's where it gets really, really fucked up. In security damage, uh, in security camera footage shot on the mall, the boy is seen leaving the restroom and assaulting a six-year-old girl. In the footage, he jumps on top her while wielding a knife, which he later points at her 39-year-old mother. A male shopper and at least one security guard then stopped the boy, and the little girl was thankfully unharmed. The day that's bad. That's really, really bad. But I haven't gotten to the fucking. I haven't gotten to the sickest fucking part of the fucking punchline yet. The day before the incident, the boy disappeared from a rehabilitation facility for officers in Fukuoka Prefecture. Before that, he was staying at a juvenile detention center. Oh, he's an escapee. Yeah. So he is. He's already gotten you know locked up because he's got some fucking issues. He fucking busted out, decided, like, you know, he wanted to get his dick wet. And when that didn't work out, he stabbed a girl. Then he was like, you know, fuck it, go for broke. I'm going to go away for a long time anyway. Why don't I just fucking attack a random six-year-old? Oh, my God, dude. That is insane, dude. Holy smokes. Yeah, they got to lock this guy up and throw away the key, man. Mm -hmm. This guy is in fucking complete berserker mode, dude. And this guy, a rehab? Dude, how old is he? 15 dude fucking oh, 15 wait wait so there's no way he's going to be charged as a minor right i mean these crimes are just too heinous well <clears throat> that's the thing that's what that's what i was going to bring up with you i think a couple of years ago they passed a new law basically like if you're under 20 and you commit a serious crime you essentially get a slap on the wrist because you can't charge for an adult a couple of years ago that the, the uh, government came to a consensus that yeah if there's if it's a serious enough crime you can be tried as an adult Okay, yeah, this so, guy, go. he's going away, man. This guy's going to get... I, 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 you know what, I fucking, I seriously fucking hope they do, because if, if there was a fucking crime that deserved it, it's fucking this one, dude. Yeah, definitely. Like, he's, he's already a bad seat. Dude, he was already in a juvenile detention center for what we don't know, but, like, at this point, like, not knowing all this makes it seem fucking worse, because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, no, this guy to, is to, my, to my knowledge, they passed the law and they haven't charged any uh, minor with a, you know, as an adult yet, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure they haven't. I could be wrong, but we, you and I do cover the news regularly, so I don't think they have. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but like, if there was a fucking time to do it, I think this is it, dude, because like this fucking dude putting him in a fucking juvenile det- detention facility is just not going to make it any better. Cause you know, if he, he rolls in here with his fucking rep and street credit as is, he's going to be running, running the joint. Right. He is not getting better. He is not going to fucking reform. Fuck this kid. Let's say fucking hang him fucking bullet to the head, whatever. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but definitely lock him up and throw away the key. That's for sure. Tom, if you escape from prison, what would you do? Uh, I've, Dude, the obvious stuff. Get drunk, have sex. What else is there? <laughs> Dude, well, if I was 15, well, shit, man. Well, if, if I was 15, and if I escaped from prison, the first thing I would do is I'd oh, find... Oh, you were 15. <laughs> oh, yeah. you had your frame it. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Dude, if, I'm, if I was Japanese and I escaped from prison and stuff, the first thing I would do is I'd go to, like, the fishing docks, and I'd try to get a quick job out of the country. I'm like, hey, listen, my parents say I need a part-time job, and I can fish. Where are you guys going? Bangkok, cool. Sign me up. Tomorrow we're leaving. I'm there. <laughs> that's what I would do, man. Oh, okay. You, you didn't frame it as you're 15, but like, yeah, actually, that's a that's pretty smart, Jane. That's that's a pretty good idea. 
I was gonna say, dude, if I, dude, if I was, I was 15, I fucking got out of the clinker. I'd be like, I'd be going straight to like, uh, you know, arcade game center and playing me some games. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking of the long term. You're thinking of the short term, because I mean, the short term, dude. That's where they're gonna look for the kid. Like a uh, 15-year-old kid. Where is he gonna go? Game center. All right, let's go to Sega Nakihabara. <laughs> All right, dude. We got just enough time for one more story. All right, go for it. Okay, here we go. Oh, last story. Love Hotel Operator Stabbed to Death in Guma. Um, geez, somehow this has got to be some kind of an abstract oxymoron. Police have investigated the murder of a 71-year-old Love Hotel manager who was stabbed to death on Thursday in Maibashi, Guma Prefecture. According to pl- police, Tsuruko uh, Horikoshi, who ran the Poem Love Hotel. Now, that's an interesting name for a love hotel. Poem, Poem Love Hotel was found in the quarter near the office with stab wounds in her back and her left shoulder by a guest at around 9.50 a.m. Fuji TV reported the guest called 110. Hmm. So basically, the guest stabbed her, then called the cops. 110 is an ambulance, right? Or is that the cops? Uh, yeah, I, was, I believe so. Well, I forget, I, dude, I forget, but like there, there's like one, it's like 119, and 110, there's like emergency and non-emergency. Okay, it's an emergency line regardless. Okay, yeah. Hiro Koshi was taken to the hospital where she died about two hours later. Police said no knife was found there and there were no signs of a struggle in Hiro Koshi's office. Police said eight of the hotel's 14 rooms had been used on Wednesday night, but by the time they arrived on Thursday, there were only three couples in the rooms. That's got to be embarrassing because three couples got busted. You know, they're like, for example, the cops knock on the door, they open up the door and it's some guy with his neighbor's wife. And then they knock on the other door and they open it up and it's some fucking like a CEO with his secretary. And then they knock on the next door and then it's like the chief's daughter with some other guy. And they're like, oh my God, this is terrible. No, 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 no. I agree, I agree with you. Cause like, you know, that's uh, how you say love hotels are very much for just quote unquote discreet encounters. So it's like, you know, they're essentially like, no tell motels, you know. Well, yeah, unless there's a unless there's a murder. Um, okay, Hiro Koshi's 36 year old son, who helped her run the hotel, is living in one of the rooms in the building. Well, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, I think I found the suspects. <laughs> hey, so he lives in a love hotel. I bet, I bet you see some interesting fucking shit in there coming and going. Yo, have you ever seen the documentary Voyeur? Don't think so. No. Okay, the documentary Voyeur is about a guy that builds a motel just so he can spy on all the people who come to the hotel, like all the guests, right? And um, it's a documentary about this guy and a reporter who is reporting on this guy about this whole story and shit. And things go south fairly quickly, but it's a very, very interesting and kind of a dark story. Yes, the name of the documentary is Voyeur and it's on Netflix. Tom, you're unemployed, watch it tonight. (laughs) I was going to say Voyeur. That sounds like Norman Bates much. Ooh, good psycho. Good call, dude. Yeah, this story is actually more like psycho. Yeah. I was going to say, man, just because, like, this little old lady got stabbed a bunch of times, man. So, like, you know, it had to be personal. Would it have been poetic justice since the place is called Poem? Oh, that's terrible, Tom. That's terrible. 
Oh my God. But you know what? I mean, the thing is, think about this. People that go to love hotels, when they leave the hotel, you know, usually at 9.50 in the morning, uh, they're really tired because they were uh, banging all night. You know, all their energy is gone, right? <laughs> so I don't think any of these three couples or any of the couples who went to that place did this. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how this plays out because I kind of have the feeling that the son somehow is involved. You think so? Maybe yeah, just wanted to inherit the hotel? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I know, dude. It's it's possible because isn't what well that's that's usually who they look at. Like if there's a murder, they always look at like you know the husband or wife first. Mm-hmm. Then they look, you know, then, then it goes to the extended family. You know, the kids, the fucking parents, or whatever. Because yeah, yep. that's true. That's true. Anyway, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. It's the all news episode, and uh, I think we covered six stories. Tom, is that correct? We did cover six stories. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. No shit. Uh, unfortunately, I wish I wish we had time for more because there's so much good news. But unfortunately, uh, well, we've we got, got an interview. To do. We got an interview that we got to do in about ten minutes and stuff. So that's that, uh, yeah, that's why. Name of the book, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. It's been a pleasure fading with you. Um, I hope you've uh, drank as much as Tommy and I have. Uh, I'm on my, I don't know how many cups of, I just keep on replenishing my cup. So I just sip, sip, mm-hmm. sip, talk, sip, sip, pour, 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 sip, sip. I don't know. I fucking love gin. Gin's my new thing. It's a bottomless cup. It is a bottomless cup. It really is. Uh, I wish the bottle was bottomless. That'd be so much better. I'd save a lot of money. But um, faders, uh, yes, uh, we've got a Patreon. Go to Patreon, support the show. It really helps us out. If you can't do that, it's all good because we still got Instagram and Facebook. And uh, also on top of that, we do have iTunes. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, write something groovy. That really does help us out. Please do that. Please. I'm not begging. Tommy is. And on that note, Faders, we're going to catch you soon. Uh, Really soon. I think we're going to do two episodes this week. So we'll see you in a couple of days. Peace. Bye-bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use this, man? We're going freaky! Yeah. We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.